From the heart of the Great Prairies and the center of North America, this is Interesting World, The Files, where we take a look at the otter side of the news, the stuff of more of a supernatural bend. I am Spirited Kenny. Well, the rest of the internet was talking about the World Cup. We're trying to figure out whose rocket went where. I was looking at things on just the cusp of the internet, the fringe of the news. How a webmaster of the Dreamland Resort got raided, Bigfoot sightings, UFO sightings, and even a black-eyed children sighting. So... Let's get started. And this is the sightings portion of the program where we show you some of the things that I saw on the internet this week. Of course, the first thing we say is this flock of sheep that are walking around in a circle. Now, apparently this camel's out of China and these sheep are walking around in this circle for about 12 days straight. Now, because it comes out of China, maybe we need to hold our horses. Maybe that's a red flag for this story. I need to see an actual live stream for 12 days of, of footage for these sheeps to be walking around like that. There's no real explanation for this video, except maybe. But then I saw this story this week. Physics study shows that sheep flocks alternate their leader to achieve collective intelligence. So maybe they switched to a leader that, you know, wasn't so smart or has legs shorter on one side of their body than the other. But that one's still a mystery. This next one's kind of weird, though. High, stra High Strangest does great jobs. They're, I'm always looking at their stuff, but here's a video of a security guard at a sanatorium in Argentina. Now, it looks like he's welcoming someone into the building. Helping them get somewhere. And then helping them with the wheelchair. So either this person is playing a joke on everyone. He knows there's cameras there. He's playing a joke. As a security guard at 3 a.m., you kind of get kind of bored working overnight shifts. Maybe he's practicing, because maybe he's not good at the job. That's why he's working overnights. Just doing something to keep awake, to stay simulated. Again, the overnight shift is not a great shift. Or there's a vampire on the loose in Argentina. Our next story, we go to Paranormal in New England. And they have a video of a full, full body apparition see that again so right here they're saying that this is a ghost hanging out in the washroom and the dog's just doing their thing walking around if this is someone just if this is a ghost hanging out in someone's uh bedroom we need more we need more video evidence of what's going on we can't just look at this one little clip of someone in a body in someone's washroom and say, oh yeah, there's a ghost. We need more than that. And if these security clip videos, there should be a beginning where there's nothing there, then something appears there and then it goes away. So we need the entire clip, the entire video to really have an opinion of that. This is an out of control video. Look at this tree. WTF. 
a tree. Is it a tree? It is a tree, but how it's disappearing behind those other trees, I do not know. Because the other trees are blowing. Wait, the wind's not blowing. And that one is blowing quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, it's in full view. They focused on it. Now it's disappearing again. Weird. That is fucking tripping me out. I know. Cause I'm aimed right at it. Here it comes again. And it's like the whole thing is shifting from what in the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> I don't know. This shit's going on YouTube. <laughs> that is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. to see what's going on here. Clearly this tree is it's acting like, independently of all the other trees around it. Uh, it's a different type of tree. The leaves are different so they're more reflective and that's why it's having such a drastic change in color. So we got to think about what it's causing it. Maybe there's an animal shaking it. Maybe there's a person shaking it. Without having more uh, footage or video evidence of what's going on. Like we don't know if there's any sort of uh, physical evidence left behind by a creature or a man or a person moving this tree. But this is a pretty wild incident. I'm on the TikTok train right now. Did this person just catch Bigfoot on camera? They said they're hiking in an area where Bigfoot has been spotted several times. But watch right here. I'll circle it. What is that? At first I thought maybe it was a bear or something, but zooming in on it, it looks humanoid or like an ape or something. What do you think? All right, well, we don't really see much. We just see a black sort of speck mass in the tree line. To say that it looks humanoid is a bit out of proportion because humans have legs and arms and, and a head and that just really looked like there's just a, a, a black thing in the woods. So not much there. Uh, there was no mention of smell or sound or, or lack of sound. It's just a, a black mass in the woods. So hidden in the middle of this bro Bible story is a 14 minute YouTube video by NVTV. And I'm not going to show you the whole thing because 14 minutes is too long, but here's the highlight of this clip man had apparently seen something duck down while they were doing some scouting and yeah this black figure walking away
So again, we have a video footage of a black figure walking away slowly, this time. Very creative. There's the sound of branches breaking. Now, whether the creature's breaking branches off trees or stepping on the ground and breaking branches, we don't know. There's no other mention of physical evidence other than that. It's wild video. Way better than the other TikTok one. But in videos like this, I would love to see them going back and trying to find physical evidence where the Bigfoot was. We have this on-duty report by a Bradington Beach police officer who was watching this plane come in, as you do as a police officer, and he noticed this little black thing sort of following the plane. Uh, I saw the Coast Guard plane flying over the bay. When I watched them turn back towards the Gulf, I thought, what the heck is that? As I looked up and saw a big black thing in the sky. I estimated, I'm estimating based on the size of the plane in the sky, it was at least the size of a car, maybe a small craft. So it does look like it could be a Tic Tac, a UAP that so many people are talking about. He said it was moving around 500 miles per hour and it shot off like a rocket towards the horizon. Officer said he has knowledge of drones and birds in the area and said that that was not the case in this incident. Uh, there's been no comments about what it could be from any sort of official sources, but what a wild story. And again, as a police officer seeing this on duty, the fact that he reported while he was on duty, that's the major thing. There's official files and a picture of this sighting. We have another UFO sighting, this one out of China. This looks pretty wild. Are saying that this looks like a tadpole flying in the sky. You could sort of see it's come from a far off distance all the way down to the horizon. It's a pretty wild looking thing. Yeah, and it is coming out of China, so there are a lot of questions about why we have it. The media is so controlled over there. But chances are China just launches stuff into space all the time. It doesn't need permission to do anything over there. It just does it. It doesn't warn people. So my feeling is, is that maybe it's a rocket taking off from any sort of place in China or any place around China. Is a bright light object that's recorded around the Adirondack Mountains on October 29th. Again, it really could be anything. Bright red light moving about. Pretty classic bright light in the sky sighting. So these ring cameras are paying dividends. They got some really cool UFOs. We see really cool meteorites. Footage, look at this. Synchronized orbs, people are calling them. Special effect or video artifacting, some sort of uh, reflective thing happening. It's just a wild video. Pretty cool. And the last video is a TikTok from Boston. 
It's not a star. It's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. It's a star. Not a star. Guarantee. When you look at my film, you'll see it's not a star. Oh, it's going up further, further, further. Oh, it's splitting. It's three. Five. I see that. Oh, my God. It's one, two, three, four, five of them. I see that. Yeah, what the hell's going on there? It's a UFO. I told you it wasn't a star. My heart is racing <coughs> a thousand miles a second here. So much, there's so much shit I'm seeing in the skies right now. It's it's making me very nervous. Yeah, that was pretty odd there. <laughs> that, was, that was. I got it all too. How awesome is that? That's real people reacting to seeing a UFO in the sky. Just a truly unique, honest perspective of what's going on. So it's hard to really say what these things are. It is a white dot on a blue sky that breaks apart. It does look like there there's some sort of a tethering or, or tailing from the objects. Maybe they're balloons, mylar balloons that have separated or weather balloons of some sort. It's hard to say. Some people are saying they could be parachute shoot flares, but whatever it is, no, it's a genuine reaction. It's the honesty that I like to see. And those are the interesting sightings that I thought were, were noteworthy this week. We'll have more next week. Thanks for listening. More to come. So we're going to start things off with the Black Eyed Kids stories. This was highlighted from the mirror, but it comes from a Lee Brickley book, Haunted Cannock Chase. True ghost stories from the UK's spookiest location. Now, two teenagers went camping in Staffordshire Forest in 2021, uh, but this was an illegal camping event due to COVID restrictions at the time. At around midnight, the teens heard something outside their tents. Thinking it was a deer, they just waited for it to pass, but they soon realized they could hear footsteps. So they opened up the tent to see who was there, and that's when they heard a small child start giggling. And that's when I would check out. Now they turned on their torches or flashlights here in Canada to light up the woods and that's when they saw it. Running from tree to tree but hiding behind the trunks and peeking around the corners of the trunks looking at the tent. It was moving in an unnatural way. Moving in ways humans simply can't move according to the story. It was like it could teleport from one place to another when it was moving around and hiding behind the trees. They shone their lights on the black-eyed girl, and it just stood there, staring at them, head dipped slightly, and the giggling got louder and louder, and started to come from all around them. The girl then bent over like she was tying her shoe or picking up something from the ground, and ran back down the path. The two stayed in the tent until morning, and when the sun came up and it was light outside, they opened up the tent. And much to their surprise, that's when they found piles of stones evenly placed around the perimeter of the tent and strange sticks hanging from the trees like dream catchers. It's like right out of Blair Witch. So they booked it to their car. And when they got there, they saw her peeking around the old oak tree, staring right at them. 
and that's when one screamed and the other yelled at her to leave them alone. Now this is the first time I've actually seen people try to create uh, pictures of the black eyed kid phenomenon. It's more of a, a modern phenomenon. Kind of. The black eyed kids are like a mix between aliens and humans. It's uh, like the human hybrid mix that we hear so much about uh, from abductees. But it also has this old timey lore like vampires that need to ask to come inside to uh, harass people. But I thought this story was interesting just because of the photos of the black eyed girl. Always a nice little element to add to a story. Now our next story comes from Vice and it's a story about Mandero and Tampico, two cities in Mexico that are apparently protected by aliens from all the hurricanes. Now, in 1955 and in 1965, major hurricanes did major damage to both cities. But then the residents, in 1967, witnessed UFOs flying in formation one night, heading to the beach, or the water over the beach. Now the next day, the headline in the papers were flying saucers over Tampico, and apparently a number of residents had seen these flying saucers. It is said that the aliens live in an underwater base just off the coast of Miramar Beach. And although there is no real proof, Hurricane Carl just took a sharp turn to avoid the cities. Storms have kept missing the cities since 1967, and the place has become an epicenter for alien culture and a huge tourist spot. They even have a state holiday on October 25th, Objecto Valadoro No Identificaciono. Now the article goes on and highlights some of the characters and people that live in the area. It's a very cool story. I would like to point out one thing. That there was a UFO flap in 1967. Of course, Sirius Universe has an article about it that we'll link to in the show notes. I just thought it was a coincidence, you know, that ever since 1967, when UFOs were spotted in the sky over the city, and that is also a year where there was tons of UFOs spotted. Coincidence? Only time will tell on this one. Now this story is crazy and we're going to get it from Gizmodo. The FBI and the US Air Force have raided multiple homes of the man who runs the website Dreamland Resort. The Las Vegas Review has asked for comment from the US government and they said this is an ongoing law enforcement investigation between Las Vegas FBI and Air Force OSI. And we'll check this interview that the reporter did with the uh, webmaster. So they have a lot of experience keeping that place secure. There are several layers of security. The inner layer is most likely Air Force police. Then you got what we call the camo dudes, the guys that run around in camouflage outfit right around the perimeter. Um, further out on public land, they even have road sensors that signal that a vehicle is approaching. And of course they have cameras all over the place. There's a big camera on Bald Mountain. Uh, if you're driving anywhere near there, you are being tracked. So they have infrared, they have advanced yes. sensors as well. Yes, cameras, microphones maybe. Um, microphones. Yeah, quite possibly microphones to you know listen in on what people are up to. They, there's a lot of people that come out here and 99% of them come out here to the gates. They look at the gates, they look at the camera dudes, take a picture and then they go home happy. But that 1%, that's what they're worried about. So they do get people that either make a mistake or purposely try to sneak in. Yeah, yeah, there's actually a, um, a story about a 
um, tour company from Las Vegas that uh, was a tour uh, uh, guy, uh, the tour guide, inadvertently uh, passed the uh, the warning signs and went into the outer perimeter of the base. They had them out of the vehicle on the ground at gunpoint right away, and then they sorted it all yeah, out. We did the story. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you did the story. I saw yeah, so it. They're yeah. Good at their job. They are very good at their job. As far as we know, they've never shot anyone. A big deal, we've made a big deal out of use of deadly force authorized. That's yeah. signs to keep people away. Right. But they really could if they got down to it. They could. If they if they had to, I'm sure they would. If 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 they would really have a million people storming the base, I don't think they would start shooting at people. They have who knows, sound weapons, they have all kinds of uh, weapons that mess with your mind. And you know, all of a sudden, instead of a bunch of people charging the base, they have a bunch of people, you know, in pain on the ground. And th that kind of thing, who knows what they have. Well, alien death rays, they've got alien death rays. Of course they have alien <laughs> death rays. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, they have, they have all this technology that deters people from, um, getting any closer. And if they can do that with the really bad guys in the field, I'm sure they can do that with a bunch of people that come out here for a rally. And of course, there's a press release on the guy's website now. Last Thursday, in the early morning of my homes and Rachel, just outside of Area 51 and in Las Vegas, researched by a joint force of FBI and AFOSI. This happened without any warning. The doors were broken open and I and Rachel and my girlfriend in our Las Vegas home were detained and treated in the most disrespectful way. My girlfriend was led out into the streets barefoot and only in her underwear in full view of my neighbors. I was led outside handcuffed and only in my t-shirt and sweats in sub-freezing temperatures. Each home was searched by 15 to 20 agents in full riot gear causing further damage in both homes besides the broken front doors. Despite my repeated requests for an explanation, I was only told that the search was related to images I posted on my Area 51 website. I was very surprised how forceful the search warrants were executed and how rough we were both unarmed senior citizens were treated. I have to believe that someone gave them bad information about us. All my laptops, phones, black up devices camera gear and my drones were seized. With the equipment I lost, all my medical records, financial and tax records, passwords, emails and phone contact photos, even my phone was taken, leaving me and Rachel with two broken doors and no way to communicate or call for help. Not counting my expected legal expenses, my losses so far include over $20,000 in equipment and taken over $5,000 in damages. There are 40 pages missing from the search warrant I received and the case records are sealed, so I cannot look up the reasons for the search and I do not want to speculate. I left several messages with the FBI agent in charge, but he has not returned any of my calls. At this point, I have no choice but to take legal action to try to get my equipment back and to seek reimbursements for the damages. In an effort to defuse the situation, I have removed some material from my Dreamland Resort website, although I believe that it was legally obtained and legal to publish. I am not sharing anything on my website that cannot be found on dozens of other websites and news outlet publications. 
Considering how this went down, I have no intention of removing any more material unless ordered to do so by the federal judge. I believe the search executed with completely unnecessary force by overzealous government agents was meant to send a message to science the Area 51 research community and question now is how far will they go? I mean, we'll see where this goes. America is the land of the free speech advocate, except when it comes to military secrets. I'm going to stay in the States for now. Uh, this story is from the great Micah Hanks, and he writes in the debrief about the creation of the largest historic archives of records on UAPs and UFOs. The National UFO Historical Records Center will be set up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and will be a place to collect, preserve, and centralize information on UFOs and UAPs. I can't wait to visit this place. It'll be really cool. I hope there's an online component for someone like me who lives on the prairies. It would be great to have access to a lot of those files. One can hope. Let's move on. It's kind of an unusual story, but Montana had a 3.7 magnitude earthquake on November 16th. It was 7.4 miles deep and 36 miles south of Missoula. Now, Montana is an unusual place for earthquakes to happen. However, the earthquake tracker said the state had 536 earthquakes in the past 365 days. So I guess it's not that uncommon, but I just thought I'd bring it up. Now, when I saw this headline, it is very misleading, but frozen iguanas have fallen from the sky in Florida. It's not exactly true. They fell from trees, but because the weather was so cold in Florida, temperatures dipped to 30s and 40s Fahrenheit, so that's right around zero for us Celsius people. Now, iguanas are cold-blooded, so they have no chance against the cold, and since they're an invasive species in Florida, this cold temperature just locked them up, and they just fell to the ground, waiting for the sun to come up, warm them up, and that's when they got on their way. And of course, because this day of social media is so rampant, there's even the hashtag frozen iguana. Check it out if you want to see some frozen iguanas, but yeah, I thought that was pretty rad. Life Science has this next story. A woman in Cornwall, England has found a white fleshy lump while taking her dog for a walk on the beach. The discovery was made on Marizona Beach and the lump had no limbs and appeared as one mass. It didn't have any tears and didn't spell rotten at all. Uh, when she nudged it with her boot, it wobbled a bit, apparently. Experts looked at the video and they came to the conclusion that it was just a whale's stomach. When you see pictures like this, people getting up close to these blobs on the beach and you can realize how easy it would be for the blob to come to Earth and just start eating people. I'm just going to read this report from Ohio. Ross County, Ohio, a sheriff in southern Ohio, is reporting that a non-human creature slaughtered a horse overnight. It happened at a farm on Airport Road in Ross County. The farmer stated Tuesday he found his barn torn apart and was missing a horse. You see it, there was blood in the barn and the back door was busted open. He found the horse in the creek and in the back of the property dead, a deputy wrote in the report. He has cameras and stated he checked it already and no one had been in there since yesterday. Upon further inspection, we were able to determine that a human did not do this to the horse. The horse, after being attacked, somehow ended up in a nearby creek where it died, the sheriff's reported. So, we have a non-human creature killing horses in Ross County, Ohio. This one's bizarre. If I didn't see this on CBS first, I probably would have ignored it. 
HelloFresh uses coconut milk obtained from monkey labor in Thailand, or according to allegations from the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, which is calling for a boycott for the meal delivery service. So apparently 57 monkeys that are either threatened or endangered are chained, whipped, and forced to spend long hours picking coconuts. HelloFresh said it has received written letters for assurances from their suppliers that they do not use monkey laborers and condemn the act of monkey laborers. I'm sorry, this is just so bizarre. Uh, Th- according to the story, Thailand's Wildlife Friends Foundation has long called out the practice of using monkeys to pick coconuts and routinely rescues what is called abused coconut monkeys. In May, the group described how a marquee had been cast out to survive on its own after refusing to pick the fruit. <laughs> out of all the things that I thought I'd read this week, coconut monkeys was not one of them, especially abused coconut monkeys in Thailand. It's just a bizarre wild world. There's always a surprise when you go to the websites I go to. But this is CBS. This I got this off of Twitter. So bizarre. And if you thought that we couldn't top the monkey labor story, hackers stranded Pacific Island government for over a week. This is from the BBC. Vanish's government has been knocked offline for more than 11 days after a suspected cyber attack on servers in the country. Now, this attack has affected the PM's office, the police, parliament, email, internet, schools, hospitals, emergency services were all disabled. Now, the government says that the servers were taken down Friday, November 4th, and this is from the story. There appears to be a financial and motivation. Australian newspaper, the Sydney Morning Herald, reported the attackers had demanded a ransom, which the Vanuatu government refused to pay. It is also unclear how the attack occurred and what protections Vanuatu had in place. Experts have noted the whole system was likely centralized and hosted on the government's own server, a fundamental security flaw. Vanuatu's position in the Pacific region as a key nation has the relations with US, China, Australia, and New Zealand. There are a number of theories as to who the hackers really are, but nothing substantial. And this is like the slow evolution to super villains in our modern day world. Using, uh, isolating a small island country by cutting off their servers and internet, by cutting off their communications. It's just wild, unbelievable. But these are the stories that we covered. An interesting world. More to come as always.